The Friendly Cabin, Part 1 There is a small bench outside of the building sheltering me from the rain. Above it, a window providing a peek inside and next to it, the front door. I put my bags down in front of the door and look around. The rain provides a gentle backdrop of noise. Aside from the occasional bird chirp, the rain is ever-present, a constant orchestra of taps and drips. The noise comes from the forest floor, the fallen leaves, the branches, also the roofs of the building, where the rock tiles give a deeper and more resonating sound. The bench sits on a concrete slab, the slab outlining the small roof. The house seems to be made of concrete wall bricks, their shape and size very distinct, their texture rough. There's a slight dark spickle in them that attracts my eyes. Smooth, dark beads, glistening even when dry, too small to find details in their reflections, they are still mesmerizing, and it feels as though there is an infinity hiding inside them. The light bricks provide a pleasant sense of space that gives room to the forest. I sit down and watch the camping area in front of me, a fire pit covered in ash and charred bits and pieces of wood, larger concrete blocks that appeared to be for sitting, are placed around the fire pit. The pit and the building itself are a small depression in the landscape. Everywhere around me the forest goes up, and as a result of this some of the rain is collecting in larger puddles around the fire pit. I imagine the summers are great, though for this weather it doesn't fit too well. My shoes are muddier than they should have been as a result. The door opens. Hey! Good to have you. Nice that you could make some time. I extend my hand to grab his shoulder. I wanted to hug him, but I figured it wasn't a great idea with my wet coat. Even before I can really respond, he continues. Your place is right here. Just follow me. The walls inside are also simply those white concrete bricks. The floor is an indistinct brown carpet, clearly made to deal with the dirt and moisture and the grime of being in the forest. The rooms in the inside are of wood paneling, dark brown with a thick layer of paint to protect it from the elements. The hallway is small and cozy. I can exactly fit by with my coat rack and bags. A small hallway leads to a room at the end, a door, again brown, and I enter into a small room. A window watching the trees outside is opened just to provide some more of that fresh air. My friend closes the window, and I just say, thanks. My friend turns around again. I'm glad you could make it. I really appreciate having you here. My breath still a bit shallow from lugging the bags, I answer. Yeah, absolutely. You asked, I gladly obliged. He smiles. I'll, I'll see you in a bit then. Barbecue's off the table, but we have great soup. He leaves and I put my bags down, attempting to make as little as possible wet. There's a small wardrobe and I pack my things in there. A small sink hosts my toothbrush and then my coat deserves a spot on the coat rack. I take a seat on the bed sheets, cover and a white comforter. An additional plate blanket with a red and black pattern. It already just makes me itch just looking at it. I sit and I watch outside. Slowly it does appear to be getting darker, but the rain doesn't relent. 
I joined my friends in the living room of sorts. Large wooden chairs and a big wooden couch. This cabin feels as though it's been stuck in the 90s. The distinct style brings back memories of trips with family and scouting and school and how so many of these cabins just manage to feel exactly the same. Even the light bulb. Two bulbs, barely enough to show the colors of the room. To be fair, there wasn't much color to begin with. I descend on the couch. I couldn't call it sitting, as the couch just seemed to go lower and lower and deeper and deeper. It made me feel small, like I was 14 again. There's a small ceramic cooker in the kitchen corner, sporting a big pan of soup. Thick, heavy pea soup. The perfect dish for this rainy day and exactly what we needed. Paired with heavy rye bread, big bottles of cheap soda complete the scene and with it my memories. We talked about times past and times we honestly barely could remember. But that evening we laughed about jokes and stories with an innocence that only seemed to make sense back in the day when we were teenagers. Hi, this is Carl and thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this narration of the story. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you.